Hi everybody, welcome back to Triple Threat. It's been a while. I'm your host, Adam Summers, for the people new turning in. Um, happy Halloween to all. And uh, we're going to start off the new episode, new season talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, the one from 1975. Unfortunately, there is a remake of it, but we're not going to talk about that one. Anyway, so... Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show starts off with, uh, an engaged couple named Brad and Janet. Um, they, uh, they take a, they take a trip, and they go, uh, they're, they're going on a trip, and their tire goes flat with their car. So, they go back to this castle that they had passed and uh they knock on the castle door because they want to use uh the phone um well we find out that uh that the castle doesn't have a phone and they um and we're introduced to dr frankenfurter who is a transsexual alien from the galaxy transsexual, I mean, transvestite. Okay. Let me try that again. Galaxy of Transylvania transsexual. You can put the pieces together, okay? <laughs> um, anyway, and so, Brad and Janet are invited up to Frankenfurter's laboratory to see the experiment that he has been uh, working on. And uh, he creates a, a muscle man. Dr. Frankenfurter creates a muscle man for his own uh, sexual pleasure. So they end up staying the night at the castle. Brad and Janet end up staying the night at the castle. Um, and uh, they are, both of them end up being seduced by uh, Dr. Frankenfurter and... Um, Um, I want to go more in detail here, so I want to, um, kind of look up some stuff about the film here, even though I've seen it multiple times. Okay. So, okay. So yes, they are seduced by Frankenfurter. Brad and Janet are shown to separate bedrooms where each is visited and, like, as mentioned, uh, Riff Raff, who lives in the castle, and his sister Magenta, um, 
they live in the castle as well. Torment Rocky, which is the name of the uh, muscle man. Okay. Janet, having learned of Brad's time with Frank, discovers Rocky cowering in his birth tank while tending to his wounds. Janet seduces Rocky as Magenta and Columbia watch from their bedroom monitor. Um, as Brad and Janet continue to stay at the castle, they are visited by Dr. Scott, now an investigator of UFOs for the government, uh, comes to the castle in search of his nephew, Eddie. Uh, Eddie was originally killed by Dr. Frankenfurter earlier in the film. Um, anyway. Let's see. Comes to the castle in search of his nephew, Eddie, noting that Frank stole part of Eddie's brain for Rocky. Everyone discovers Janet and Rocky together, enraging Frank. Uh, at this point, Magenta summons everyone to an uncomfortable dinner, which they so soon realize has been prepared from Eddie's remains. Columbia f flees from the room in tears. Janet runs screaming into Rocky's arms, provoking Frank to chase her through the halls of the lab. Frank ends up freezing um, Dr. Scott, Janet, Columbia, and Brad um, into statues. After, after Doc, Dr. Frankenfurter dresses them in cabaret costumes, Frank unfreezes them and leads them in a live cabaret floor show. Okay. Complete with an RKO tower and a swimming pool. We'll get into RKO a little bit more in a minute. Um, Riff Raff and Magenta reveal themselves as aliens, declare mutiny, announce their mission as being aborted due to Frank's uh, to f we'll just say f due to Frank's wrongdoings, yeah, and prepare to return to their home planet. Riff Raff kills Frank in Columbia while Rocky survives but plunges to his death. While Frank's body, with Frank's body in mourning. The castle lifts off into space. Brad, Janet, and Dr. Scott are left crawling in the smog and dirt. And the, and the movie ends by the narrator, the criminolo criminologist. That's a big word. 
<laughs> Criminologist. Concludes that the human race is equivalent to insects crawling on the planet's surface. Lost in time and lost in space and meaning. All right. Now, let's go back in time a little bit here. So, uh, Tim Curry, the guy that played Dr. Frankenfurto, he was a um, an act, the actor that played Frankenfurto in the Broadway show, which back then it was just called the Rocky Horror Show. So they took, so they took the show, made it into the movie, and um, and then it became uh, the the film. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eddie is played by Meatloaf, um, who recently passed away about two, three years ago. Um, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon, is that how you pronounce her last name? Give me a second here, folks. Cast. Yeah. Okay, she plays Janet, Brad's fiance. Uh, Barry Boswick, Brad Majors, Janet's fiance. Richard O'Brien is Riff Raff. Patricia Quinn is Magenta. Little Nell is Columbia. Uh, Jonathan Adams as Dr. Scott. Peter Hinward as Rocky Horror Frank's Creation. As mentioned, Meatloaf. Charles Gray as the criminologist and expert. Um, and then uh, Betty, who is... At the beginning of the movie, she's the person that gets married and uh, in the beginning of the film because Brad and Janet were, yeah, as mentioned, Brad and Janet were a part of a wedding in the beginning of the film, and that's how they got engaged. So, uh, Hillary Farr as Betty. Anyway, so, um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, according to this, was released in the United States September 26, 1975. Uh, it was, uh, it was rated R. Had it came out today, it most likely would have been PG-13, um, but the PG-13 rating didn't exist back in 1975, um, but, um, but Rocky Horror Picture Show ended up becoming, and still is, the longest-running theatrical film. Uh, there's, uh, midnight showings of it. I've been to a couple of them myself, mainly when I was in high school. Um, but I, I think that, uh, the, the soundtrack to Rocky Horror Picture Show stands out as one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. Uh, definitely one of the best soundtracks to come out of the 1970s. I mean, along with, you know, along with Grease and uh, stuff like that. Um, 
we'll talk about Greece in a different episode. Um, but the midnight showings of Rocky Horror are just, uh, uh, it's like on a whole nother planet. It's a great way to practice improv if you're into improvisation. Um, it's, it's very hard once you've been to a midnight showing of Rocky Horror Picture Show to just sit there and watch the movie normally. <laughs> um, yeah. You can't just watch Rocky Horror Picture Show normally once you've seen it in the theaters. You start yelling at the screen like a drunken idiot and all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah. I think that basically kind of sums up. Um, well, I'll, I'll I'll stretch this out a little more. Why not? Um, but the movie, when it first came in theaters, it it flopped like, um, and it wasn't until. Let me look more on the midnight showings real quick. Give you guys a little more in detail about that. Reception, yeah. So, let's see. The reception of when Rocky Horror Picture Show first came out. Uh, at least what I'm seeing on Wikipedia here. Uh, Chicago Sun-Times critic Roger Ebert noted that when Rocky Horror Picture Show was first released, the Rocky Horror Picture Show was ignored by pretty much everyone, including the future fanatics, who would eventually count the hundreds of times they've seen it. He considered it a more long-running social phenomenon than a movie. Um, he described Tim Curry, who played Dr. Frankenfurter as the best thing in the movie, maybe because he seems to be having the most fun. Um, let's see. Newsweek in 1978 called the film tasteless, plotless, and pointless. Um, however, A number of contemporary critics find it compelling and enjoyable because of its offbeat and bizarre qualities. The BBC summarized, for those willing to experiment with something a little bit different, um, the Rocky Road Picture Show has a lot to offer. Um, and in 2005, the film was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Now, cult following. The Rocky Horror Picture Show helped shape conditions of cult films transition from art house to grindhouse style. The film developed a cult following in 1976 at the Waverly Theater in New York, which developed into a standardized ritual um it was after five months in the film's midnight run when lines began to be shouted by the audience um and uh 
and it's still um it's still going today it's uh uh midnight showings of the movie still being shown to this day let's see the film has a global following and remains popular subcultures such as rocky horror have also found a place on the internet audience participation scripts for many critics are available for download from the internet the internet has a number of rocky horror fan run websites with various quizzes and information specializes in different content allowing fans to participate at the unique level um it has influenced the lgbtq community um and uh has cultural influence with uh various feature films and tv series over the years um so yes basically um uh, rocky horror picture show is an example of one of those films that um like i said flopped when it first came out but over time it grew a following um another films that are good examples of that started off you know started off uh small but gained following over time uh willy wonka in the chocolate factory uh it flopped when it first came out hell even wizard of oz did when it came out um and that and wizard of oz did, gained its following through being shown on tv so it just it's proof that you know you make a movie anything can happen with it anyway guys um so that's it for now and uh we'll see in the next episode which will be premiering sometime next month um so uh thank you so much for tuning in uh have a great halloween and stay safe see ya